Hey guys, this is Felix, just Felix from the Debbie Debate. I am not on the mic this week on the Debbie Debate. Just taking a little bit of a hiatus to rest and recharge before we get to the NFL draft. But I had to jump on the mic today for a sort of rapid reaction for a couple of things. Um, first, let me just talk about our NFL draft coverage. If you have not heard already, CampusToCanton.com has the NFL draft online. In the fantasy community, I, I don't think that there is a better lineup than what we've had. We've got three former NFL players, Lewis Sharp, who just happens to be my uncle, 12-year uh, NFL left tackle, second-team All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler. He'll, he will be on. Brandon Carr, former uh, Dallas Cowboy, Kansas City Chief, Baltimore Raven just recently. Um, uh, well, I'd actually, I don't even know if he's technically retired yet, so maybe we'll ask him yet. He will be on with us. Cam Bradfield will be on with us. Former Jacksonville Jaguar offensive tackle who came up as an undrafted free agent and then was able to sign a second contract uh, with Jacksonville. He will be on with us. Those are the former NFL players. So listen, it, it ain't nobody out there. That's doing that in the fantasy space, at least. So get ready. They're going to be on uh, on Friday. Uh, well, my uncle will probably be on on, on, on Thursday. And then um, uh, BC and Cam will be on on Friday. Uh, we still got the fantasy stuff on lock, too. Matt Waldman, Nick Whalen, uh, Damon Parson, Samantha Holt, Noah Hills, the writer from Breakout Finder, one of my favorite Twitter personalities. Brandon Hay, Kevin Coleman. I mean, and then it's going to be, obviously, it's going to be all of us on there, too. We're going to have this live stream just going for the entirety of the, at least the first two days of the NFL draft. I don't know if we're on for for day three, but I'm come on, man. Nobody is out here doing what it is that we're doing at CampusToCanton.com. And every single time we do it, we try to do it bigger for you all. So that lineup, we've got three former NFL players, former Dallas Cowboy. we got Brandon Carr, who's just, you know, on those loaded Ravens teams um, that almost made the, the, the Super Bowl. Cam Bradfield, undrafted free agent who signed a second contract with the team. We got, I mean, we got a lot, a lot of smart people. Matt Waldman, I mean, <laughs> this is going to be, it's going to be a really fun time. But that is not why I had to jump on the mic today. I had to jump on the mic today because the Texas spring game, the Texas spring game was played yesterday and oh man, was it a fun day for me. Casey Thompson is running with the ones, was clearly ahead of Hudson, Hudson Card. And if you follow the Debbie debate and our campus to Canton uh, summits, where our position summits, I've been the highest uh, on Casey Thompson of the guys. Um, Alfred has him as 58. Austin has him at 59. Colin has him at 70. I, I have him at 19. I've always been a big Casey Thompson fan. And then he came out uh, yesterday and he was swinging the ball all over the place. He was officially 23 for 42, um, 242 yards. Uh, did throw a pick. Should have had 
a touchdown pass on the first drive, a long touchdown pass to Josh Moore um, that Josh Moore dropped. Listen, I have been saying Casey Thompson, number one, is a good player. And two, um, uh, we should be considering him higher in our Campus to Canton formats. I wrote an article, the top 10 values at the at the um, quarterback position that's available on campusdecanton.com. I had Casey Thompson number two only to Jake Hayner. Both of our afterthoughts, or at least at this point, were afterthoughts in Campus to Canton startups. That's going to change. That's going to change finally after the spring game where Casey Thompson was clearly the starter, and he looked good. He looked good. He looked good. He's an aggressive player, an aggressive downfield thrower with who, who has less than stellar uh, arm talent. It's an oxymoron, you would think, but he loves to throw the ball downfield but doesn't necessarily always have the arm strength to make all of the throws. But whatever his weaknesses is or, or his shortcomings are as a player – he has still found a way to compensate for them for the most part. I mean, Steve Sarkeesian had those guys playing the entirety of the game. I mean, they threw a Hail Mary. Troy O'Meary was, and I'm going to talk about him, obviously, but he, Sark had his starters in the game, you know, with 30 seconds left, essentially trying to uh, to get a touchdown. Casey Thompson had to attempt a Hail Mary from the 50. He basically uncorked it as best as he could from the 50, and it still only got to like the nine-yard line. So um, so doesn't necessarily have that wow NFL arm talent, but good player, has always been a fish, an efficient downfield thrower, has the mobility. It looks like headed into the summer, Casey Thompson is ahead, and that's something that you should consider if you're going to be doing campus to Canton startup soon, he's going to, everybody's going to gravitate towards Hudson card, but Casey Thompson is going into the summer. will probably enter training camp as the, uh, as the starter. And we know what Steve Sarkeesian has done in developing quarterbacks. That's all I've been saying. That's all I've been advocating for is this guy could probably start. We're going to have an explosive offense and, He's gonna and Casey Thompson's gonna have a chance to one make an impact on on Saturdays next year, and he'll have a chance at the NFL. Despite his um, lack of arm strength, arm talent, he's going to have a chance at the NFL. Again, I have him at 19. Um, we have him consensus at 50. So I'll be interested to see, you know, after. Uh, uh, we, we, the things kind of settle after the spring game. See where we have Casey Thompson ranked um, amongst all the guys at CampusToCanton.com. Want to talk a little bit about Hudson Card? Hudson Card played well too. I mean, the one wow throw in the game came from a, a, a red zone play where they had kind of a slant corner combination and. Um, just a great anticipation throw from Hudson Card where his wide receiver was essentially covered the entire time and b- kind of broke out very late. Hudson Card threw it uh, through the slant um, uh, on the, le- the left slant um, before the wide receiver broke open. Just a great, just a great throw. Otherwise, and Hudson Card, he did show kind of the arm talent, kind of the op- he has more of the opposite hash arm strength. However, he was off schedule all day. 
Um, very antsy in the pocket, very jittery. And uh, it's kind of clear it, that's it's you can understand why Casey Thompson would be ahead. Just mentally, Casey Thompson is working a little bit faster. Now, I will say this, either that Texas offensive line is really bad or the uh, that second team defensive line is really good. One of the two, because they're getting a lot of pressure on Hudson card. And even when they weren't getting uh, pressure on Hudson Card, you could sense that he was feeling pressure. I mean, he's got, again, those kind of nervous feet back there. So he's going to need to settle down. But the future is bright for both of these players. The future is bright for both of these players. Um, I think, you know, we let's see where we have Hudson Card. We've got Hudson Card as a consensus uh, quarterback 14. So listen... You can take him there. You can take him that highly, but that's really a stash. It doesn't look like he's going to start the season as a starter. You're not going to be able to start or start him in campus to Canton formats. But if there is someone, if out of these two that has the higher NFL ceiling, it's most definitely Hudson Card. But he's just not there yet. He's going to need to settle his mind, settle his feet, so he can get through his reads without you know looking so jittery. Um, but still, I mean. This the 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 te- Texas has a lot of firepower uh, in that offense, and they're going to be an exciting team to watch. They're going to be an exciting team to watch in recruiting uh, in 2022, but also uh, just uh, on the field on Sundays, especially when we get to the Red River R- Red River rivalry against Oklahoma. That's going to be a fun game. Um, love Steve Sarkeesian, you know, pulling it together and um, uh, being there at Texas. That's going to be fun to watch. <laughs> the other thing I got to talk about is Troy O'Meary. Troy O'Meary, uh, if you don't know, I wrote a piece on SB Nation, burnt, uh, their Texas site, um, Burnt Orange Nation, a long profile where I talked to his mother, his high school football coach, and his, so, uh, and his trainer down there in Houston and just got a sense for who Troy O'Meary is. Um, go check that out. When I've tried to look at the article, it's been a little bit glitchy, like it will cut you out. Um, but I think you just need to let it load because there are some gifts where I try to highlight what his skill set is. Um, and that might be the cause of that. But please, it's pinned to my profile. So if you haven't already, please go read it. Please go retweet it. Especially since yesterday, Troy O'Meary started the spring game and he's been recovering from a torn ACL. Um, so very happy to see him. He played in an, a black non-contact jersey. Played. Uh, uh, they ha- actually lined him up all that, over the place in the boundary at the flanker in the slot. Um, just very happy to see that he is far enough in his development to uh, to be out there starting in the spring game. Um, if you don't know who Troy O'Meary is, he's a six foot five, two hundred and thirty pound wide receiver on the Kenny Galladay, Mike Williams spectrum. He made, he was uh, the talk of camp in uh, last year in, in, in August before it was running with the ones was running with Sam Ellinger. This is a true freshman three-star prospect, according to 24 seven, just a three-star running with the ones. It was clear that he would have been competing for time with Brennan Eagles would have been pushing this senior for playing time, that's a true freshman, and then he tore his ACL, um, was making ridiculous catches in camp, just kind of a 
catch radius type player that that you could throw the ball to and it didn't have to be accurate he could kind of erase your your mistakes as a quarterback um that's what he was Torres ACL was recovering from that obviously was healthy enough to play yesterday and man um I think he only had one catch here let's see yeah just one catch for 22 yards but the important thing is that he looked healthy and spry if there was one thing that I would say, you know, tr- maybe Troy O'Meary uh, doesn't have the speed. Well, he looked plenty fast yesterday. When you're six foot five, every step you take is about seven yards, and he was getting on cornerbacks quickly. Troy O'Meary is a player that I have been really high on. Again, let's go back to our rankings. Um, let's see. I had him. Yeah, he's a, a player that I've been really high on. I have him at 18. I'm definitely the highest on him. Uh, he's consensus 38. So, hey, you might need to listen. Troy O'Meary is coming. Troy O'Meary is coming. Um, I think that he I think that he's going to lead Texas in receiving. I definitely think he's going to lead Texas in touchdowns. Listen, he is just a big safety blanket. You usually think of those players as wide receivers. But Troy O'Meary, 6'5", 6'5", 230, and is moving, okay? Um, has great hands, great hands. Redshirt freshman, obviously redshirted with the torn ACL last year. That, um, if I'm in campus to Canton formats, it's a player. Now, I think that I've been driving the bus for his value to be kind of skyrocketing, but still somewhat of an afterthought. Still somewhat of an afterthought you get Troy O'Meary in the 20th round of your Kansas to Canton startups, and then you're going to start him come Sunday because he's one of the best wide receivers in the country. Um, I cannot – there is no other player that I cannot wait to see more than Troy O'Meary in, in 2021. Can't wait, can't wait to see him. Was so happy to see that he was healthy enough in his development to be out there starting in the spring game. And you know once camp – uh, comes around in the fall he will definitely he'll be healthier there um, he's going to break out this year he is going to break out this year I, you got to have him on your campus to Canton teams I tried to trade my friend Skip Newton for him but listen uh, I tried to trade him Julian Fleming the number one wide receiver in this class I tried to trade him Julian Fleming for um, for Troy O'Meary wasn't biting and I'm going to tell you right now Skip is smart Skip is smart It's a, because I wouldn't take that trade right now either. If you have Julian Fleming and you can get Troy O'Meary, that's something that, that I would do. Um, so, so uh, yeah, Skip was right to, to, uh, to turn me down on that one. Another thing I got to talk about, <laughs> RJ Young. So one of my big influences in this space, if I had to pick two, you know, of the kind of the bigger names that have influences on me. One would be R.J. Young. The other would be Matt Waldman. Both of them are thinking men. Both of them are real passionate writers and storytellers. Um, and it's, it's storytelling is, is something that I love to do. Uh, so R.J. Young yesterday <laughs> released his NFL draft player comps for the running back class. And oh, RJ, you hurt me, man. You hurt me. I gotta defend you with this stuff. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Uh, if this is a troll job or what. So RJ compared uh, Najee Harris to Saquon Barkley, Travis Etienne to Sean Alexander, 
Javante Williams to Dalvin Cook, Trey Sermon to James Conner, which actually I don't have a problem with that one. Um, and Chuba Hubbard to Amon Green. Now, Amon Green was one of the most athletic backs that we've seen in a long time. Um, and at, you know, 220 pounds or so, uh, stylistically, I can see that one. But come on, man. Like, uh, Najee Harris as Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is one of the best running back prospects we've seen of all time. I don't have a problem with 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 Najee Harris, but Saquon, ooh, that's really... I, I don't know how you defend that one, RJ. Uh, Travis Etienne for Sean Alexander. I don't see that one at all. I don't see that one at all. I Like, stylist, Sean Alexander was, you know, a versatile, bigger back who could kind of play a bruising game if he needed to. Travis Etienne doesn't really have that. I mean, he's more of a one-cut-and-go speed back. I don't see that comparison at all. And I definitely don't see the slashing style in Javante Williams and Dalvin Cook. I don't, you know, Dalvin Cook is a slasher. Javante Williams, if anything, I would compare him to David Montgomery. I just don't see that comp at all. And obviously, (laughs) RJ was taking a beating yesterday on social media for these comps, and probably rightfully so. I'll be interested to to hear his... um, uh, his reaction on his show. And if you aren't checking the number one ranked show, <laughs> RJ does a tree. He's a great historian of college football. Um, probably the best out there. And I'm so happy for him to have gotten that show on Fox sports. If you're not listening to it, you need to be the number one ranked show. Um, it's like class really. Um, if you're not, if you, if you watched his videos, he, he, he goes through the history of the game uh, weaves it in with recruiting and um, one of my favorite personalities uh, and one of my biggest influences in this space. Just um, love everything he does. Did not love these 2021 NFL draft player comps. All right. Two more things that I want to get to before I get out of here. Just players. Mario Williams Jr., the freshman wide receiver at Oklahoma, couldn't get um, – the game because it was on, you know, one of these sports networks that that only people in that region can get. But it was checking out uh, Nate Marchese on Twitter. What is Nate's Twitter handle? Let's see. Nate Marchese is at CFF Nate. Um, if you are if you love college football, he's a must follow. He was a must follow, and he was uh, um, tweeting updates from the game. But Mario Williams Jr. Let me get back to him. Five eleven shifty route runner type maybe in the Elijah Moore um, type spectrum type of player I mean I don't know if that's that lofty of a comparison maybe it maybe it is but um, just a fun if you like double moves if you like speed if you like run after the catch you know uh, these wide receivers who can kind of snap off routes and are tremendously sudden that's what Mario Mario Williams Jr. is I didn't realize it um, but I had already been, I had already seen him or had been tracking him. Mario Williams has um, a number of videos with Destroying. If you follow Destroying on YouTube, who's one of these Jake Paulish YouTube entertainers, and where he runs one on ones against NFL players and get good players, has done some videos with Antonio Brown. Anyway, Mario Williams Jr. was included in some of those videos as a junior and senior in high school, and you saw him, you know, running a routes against these grown men and kind of breaking them off. Um, 
Didn't realize he was, according to ESPN, the number one receiver in the country. And then uh, commits to Oklahoma, has been all the rave during training camp. And then Nate reports that he is running with the starting team. Now, Theo Weiss, I believe, didn't play in that game yesterday. But it's still readily apparent that Mario Williams Jr. is going to be um, a part of that Oklahoma offense early as a true freshman. And so I have just added him to the top 20 of my uh, my wide receiver ranks. I've talked about, you know, what I love in wide receivers. He does a lot of those things. So I have him right behind JoJo Earl. I think yeah, so he would be the second rated freshman. Um, third would be a guy hall. I just like, you know, the it, JoJo Earl, Mario Williams Jr., the, that style of player um, rather than the kind of the contested catcher. Um, so I have I have them again uh, higher than a Jai Hall. But, man, I'm excited to see. I've picked Oklahoma um, to be in the college football championship. I think they're going to run through their schedule uh, with that offense and, um, and, and go straight to the college football playoff and hopefully win a game this year. Um, I, I think their path is clear to the college football playoff. Lots of weapons there. Lots of weapons there. Um, uh, so Mario Williams Jr., a player that you got to be checking out. I just added him to the top 20 of my wide receiver rankings. Last player I wanted to talk about, Jatavian Sanders, five-star athlete from Texas, going to Texas. I guess this is a Texas-themed show. Um, it wasn't clear what position he would be playing because he's built like an interior defensive lineman, could probably play a, a tackle or end position. Well, he, uh, Steve Sarkeesian said yesterday that he is going to be starting out. He said wide receiver or tight end. He's not a wide receiver. He's 235 pounds, 240 pounds. He's not going to be playing wide receiver. That means he's going to be playing tight end. So um, just a very athletic, physical player. 24-7 has comped him to Jonu Smith. Um, he's a player that we need to be paying attention to. Uh, I had this argument with Austin yesterday. I said, I'm sliding him right in at number seven uh, for tight end. And we got into a little bit of a fight about that. So we'll see. Where, where he should be ranked, but just a, a very athletic player, a freshman tight end that you need to be paying attention to. Probably don't need to be taking him, you know, higher than the 30th round in startup drafts, but still just a highly touted athlete. Um, now, you got to remember, I mean, I'm just comparing to uh, the, the, the tight ends that have come out of Alabama, Irv Smith, um, uh, Jaleel Billingsley now, and uh, O.J. Howard, obviously. Um, Jatavian Sanders could be that type of player, that caliber of player, I should say. And so for that reason, you know, we got to pay attention to him. Um, and, and he's going to be catching passes from either Hudson Card or Casey Thompson. So that's always a good thing. All right. <laughs> like I said, I am not, I, I wasn't on Debbie debate last week, not on Debbie debate this week. We got a great, great, uh, substitute host for you guys. I'm not going to spill the beans, but pay attention to Debbie debate this Wednesday. Pay attention to our NFL draft coverage. That that lineup is ridiculous. Our lineup to be a, you know, startup website, fantasy football website to to pull that kind of lineup. I think I think I would put our lineup, our draft coverage lineup against anyone. Um, so pay attention to that. Uh, please subscribe to our podcast, Debbie Debate, Campus to Canton. Why wait till Sunday? 
subscribe to the Campus to Canton family of podcasts. Please go to the website, become a subscriber. It's only $3 a month, $30 for the year. We've And, and Fantrax is going to open up here soon. We've got the deepest rankings in the fantasy community for your Campus to Canton leagues. There's just no comparison there. So ch- definitely check us out. Check out, the, check out the website. Check out all three of the Campus to Canton family of podcasts. All right. I think that's it for me. I will see you guys on Thursday or Friday.